Black Girl Gnome creates space for women of color to breathe easy. We promote holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color. We encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. This is Lauren Ash and Dion Ivory. And thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We are so excited about today's guest that we're just going to skip our little back and forth at the beginning like y'all know how we like to do. <laughs> right, Dion? Yes, that cackle. It's outrageous. Um, but uh, it's because this person that we're speaking with and the platform that she represents is just so amazing. Absolutely. Um, so we're chatting with Lindsay Day of Crown Magazine. If you are unfamiliar, Crown Mag is dope. It is one of the most beautiful print publications oh my God, that we've yes. been able to hold in our hands. Yes. <laughs> We're also on the cover of the next issue. I know, which I'm so excited about. And their main, you know, mission ethos is um, that they exist to create a progressive dialogue around natural hair and the women who wear it. Um, they are all about, you know, beyond what's just trendy and, and popular, but they really want to address black women, our mm-hmm. issues. Our narratives. Exactly. Yes. So without further ado, Lindsay Day. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me, ladies. Thank you. Such for a lovely us intro. Today. I feel so so happy. <laughs> you should. You're dope. <laughs> You're so sweet. I love you and, guys. Yeah, and Lauren's a natural PR person, so she, so she can make anybody sound great. It's a, I but you I'm are like, great. Yes. Let, let's not Do, get that mistaken. You are intro. definitely great. <laughs> <laughs> I need this intro before I like wake up in the morning. Like, all right, let's go. Mm, <laughs> motivation. Yes. No, but you're so dope. I mean, we look back at the past. It seems like we've known you for a long time, but we really <laughs> just met up with you in uh, February when we were in New York. Mm-hmm. Yes, and amazing. that was just such a magical day. It was. I mean, especially when you meet someone online and y'all are like, you know, buddy, buddy for like a year or so. And then like you get to meet this person, you get to touch them in the flesh. It's like really insane. Mm-hmm. And you really get to experience their personality, you know, and you're so sweet. Like, I did not Aww. realize how sweet you were. Seriously. <laughs> I love no, that. I feel the same way about you guys. It's like I've been such a fan of, you know, Black Girl and Ohm. And then Dion, you were even in one of our first zines that we oh my had, god you were yes. like huge fans of your illustrations and just your work as an art director and so it just felt so cool to collaborate with you guys in a meaningful way and to like you said just get to know your personalities because I feel like I've heard you guys talk about your meeting story and it's like how you both thought each other were like too cool for each other. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes you never you don't know what the person's going to be like in real life. And it's just so refreshing to meet and like to see your guys' sisterhood in real life and how how like. You guys are are all about biz, all about your business, but then also like little girls like playing in the backyard <laughs> or something. Oh, you know, that like is a perfect I description. I see myself in you guys, <laughs> and I think vice versa. It's funny. <laughs> that's awesome and so real. That's so that's a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for those listening who might not know, um, Dion and I, apart from Black Girl Gnome, um, we co-founded um, Lifestyle with Ivory Nash a little under a year ago, and. Um, 
about mm, probably five months in or so, we started talking with Lindsay and Nkrumah, and both of you are co-founders of this amazing platform, mm-hmm. Crown Mag. Shout out to Nkrumah. We love you, boy. We love you. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, you all reached out or we reached out or something happened and we ended up on the phone. And I remember, you know, we were exploring like being a part of the second issue. We were so excited about it. Because right. The issue, as I mentioned, is It was about beautiful. love. Too, yes. yep. Which Thank was our you. theme for the <laughs> next collection with Ivory. I know yes. that's how it. Yes. I think it happened is when we uh, reconnected. Yeah, we were working on the love issue, and you had just dropped, or we're just dropping your love collection. Yes. So it was just like, oh my god, perfect gosh, timing. Really- mm-hmm. But what it- was amazing was like we. We're talking with you about being a part of it. And then you had a follow up. You're like, we have something to talk about with you. And we were thinking it was going to be like, mm, sorry, we can't have you be a part. It's too late. And y'all were like, do you want to be the cover story? And we were like, oh, <laughs> I wish we could have done that in person so we could have seen your faces. It was oh, it was the best. You know that we are extremely dramatic. Like, <laughs> oh, when you said that, like, bro. I just was like, this is not, this is not real life. Yep. Because one of my goals for the year was to be uh, in a print ad, but like God worked it out to where I actually was the cover of like a dope magazine. Yes. You know, oh, like talk yes. about manifesting cool. in different ways. Definitely. Yeah. That's beautiful. Because now look, girl, you have like several print. I know. Print, um, yeah. and magazine ad, print features. What do you mean one yeah. ad? <laughs> we got you know, several. Just trying to <laughs> give my foot in the dough, you know. But no, like, and it was just amazing to just come out there and then shoot and vibe with you guys. Ugh, that shoot was the most magical day ever. Uh, was it not? It was Shout so out much to fun. Mecca James Williams, our stylist, Brad Ogbonna, the Brad, photographer, yeah. Sage, Sage, makeup artist. And it was all black creatives for about five, six hours mm-hmm. making magic. We can't wait to share this this issue. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't wait. It's like one of those things that you kind of have to just be at peace with when it, when it comes to creating is like everything in due time and like you can't rush certain things, if that makes right. sense. And like, oh, yeah. no, that makes I'm just sense. so yeah. excited to share the finished product and like to be proud of placing it into people's hands and to really have it just really fulfill the vision of what we we set out to to do you know I think a lot of times with creatives you feel the pressure especially when you're creative but you're you have a product of course so it's like Mm -hmm. you you have this pressure of like making things happen in a certain period of time but you also have to maintain the integrity of what you're creating and make sure that it's never rushed because you know if you if we had put something out you know, maybe three months ago, it would never have been kind of the collection of the the voices and the stories and the people that have come to the table. We're just so excited. Like, I I can't wait <laughs> to put it in people's hands. Like, it's it's birth giving birth time. <laughs> you know what? I love that you just said that too. Like that self and um that self imposed like pressure. You know that we deal with like, oh, my God, like, I, you know, I set out to have this on this day. And sometimes like, you know, timing is everything. And you cannot rush something that is going to have a huge impact on people. You know, like you could potentially um, taint, you know what I'm saying? Like the integrity of your project or taint like the magic of it by rushing it because, you know, you're putting these, um, I'm not going to say unrealistic goals, but it's just like goals that you, you did have at one point, but it's just like when you, sometimes when you're creating a project, you learn more about yourself 
through it. It's like a journey, you know? Yeah, it's um, so true. Exactly. And things change, things evolve. You know, you want to tell it from a different perspective or different narrative. And I think that you should consider any, like anybody who's creating anything, you should consider all of those things Mm -hmm. when you're trying to put out something, you know? That's beautiful. And we're really like, you know, we are focused on the, the woman that we're creating for. So it's like, you kind of have to almost choose, like we're, we're creating and this is our end goal and this is the impact we want to make, you know, in 20 years, in in 10, you know, several mm-hmm. years from now, in 50 years, I hope there's still Crown Magazine in people's houses and they've passed it along. So, you know, there's kind of the immediate rush. We live in this world of like blog posts up hundreds every day and like right. we have to have everything on social. And if you're not out here, you're not relevant. But I think what we what I believe we need more of is true authentic representations of us and right it's it just takes time to do quality it just does and especially I speak to creatives of all ages of all different industries and we are drastically underfunded as black women as black yes. people as mm-hmm. people of color like there's different levels to each each kind of segment and you know we are creating in the face of insurmountable odds in a lot of cases and so you just, I've be, I've kind of come to a place where it's like you have to be at peace with knowing that you're upholding the larger vision and your purpose, really, at the end of the day. I love what you said right now, and that resonates a lot with Black Girl Gnome and our journey and our growth and our team culture. You know, what you said about, like, creating against insurmountable odds. That's like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that could be a tagline for sure. Um, <laughs> <Right>. So for... <laughs> For Crown Magazine, like your, you know, you just spoke to the process like um, a little bit, you know, about really being mindful as you're creating, not rushing, being very intentional because you know, again, that it's going to resonate in strong ways and you want that resonance to be, you know, as great as possible. Um, but let's talk about like the the why as well. I see that, you know, one of your statements is like about taking ownership of your story, of our mm-hmm, story mm-hmm. as black women. So let's just like rewind a little bit. Like, why did you start Crown Magazine? Why is this something that you are, you know, centering your your life around right now? Um, it's one of those things like looking back there, it's, it's like I was led to this place, you know, like in your twenties, you're going forward and everything's kind of crazy. And I, you know, I was always drawn to working, um, in spaces that involved empowering women in some form. I think because a lot of my, this, the beginning of my career was in very male centered fa- places and in entertainment and that sort of thing. And we're just so often, like as women in general, but then as black women more specifically, we're just placed in these categories. And I just was never quite satisfied with those categories. So I feel like I almost have had this chip on my shoulder in a way that, you know, has kind of guided my career and some of my different steps and the things that I've created in the past. And um, with Crown, it was really uh, spurred out of a shared sense of wanting to create something beautiful and premium and experience for our people. There's definitely a lot of my personal journey and story of like just the simple going and wanting to get your hair cut and you could never find a shape that even looks like mm. it was of this, you know, decade. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, just the simple things, but taking it deeper and even in my journey, seeing my mother transition um, after she, di- she was diagnosed with breast cancer and seeing 
um, her transition, her hair. So her natural hair journey um, and going through the big chop and just seeing how my mom, you know, who was 60, almost 60 at the time, seeing her relearn her hair texture and seeing, yes, there's the the things that are kind of the tangible, the what for for other other people might seem like simple, oh, it's just hair. Of course, that is not just hair for us. We've had this conversation. Right. But there's also the the seeing yourself as a different person in a lot of ways. Like when you've had relaxed hair for decades and then now you're entering this world with like the teeny weeny afro like how do people perceive you whether it's your family whether it's your you know people in the workplace and kind of all of those things that come with it but it's like we want to have this conversation and and have a shared sisterhood like sisterhood is one of our brand pillars sisterhood authenticity knowledge of self self love and i think like you said, kind of through all of that is ownership. And there's so many women who have taken this journey, like myself and my mother and probably you guys in your various ways. And like, if we aren't telling this story, someone's going to tell it and they're going to tell it in a way that is not fully representative of mm. what's happening. Mm -hmm. And we can get mad and we can go on black Twitter and we can rant and rave or we can create our own. And so our decision was to create, like you guys, you know, you're creating what you wanted to see Precisely. in the world. And it's like how many decades at this point? Since I was a kid, I've been looking for these things, you know, for mm -hmm. these representations of myself. And I haven't seen them. I'm 30 plus. Like, at what point is it on me to do that, you know? Um, so I think I think it's, it's very exciting to see this energy and so many of our contemporaries kind of looking at things from their unique perspective and then contributing something that's greater than themselves. Oh my God. That all of us are in here just shaking our heads. <laughs> You're so what funny. you just said was so, no, seriously, like it, it's so powerful, especially when you, when you talk about like other people telling your story, you know, and it's like that other person has not, they've not lived what you've lived through. You know what I'm saying? They don't know the torment that black women face when we have our teeny weeny afros and, you know, someone's telling you it's not professional, you know, or right. the things we go through when someone tells you, you look better with longer hair or with weave in your head, something that you're not born with, you know, right, like, right. Those are different and things. And they have the nerve to say microaggressions. Like, in what right. world is that a microaggression? <laughs> <laughs> That's an assault on my humanity every Absolutely. single day. And on the flip side, just so we're not always, I think it's really easy to dwell on like the struggles that we have that define us, but there's also so much beauty and joy. You know what I mean? Like right. every black woman knows like how dope it is to go to like a black party and like Erica Badu's playing. Like, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Then Chance the Rapper comes on then you got a little, you know what I mean? Like there, there are certain ways that we connect with each other that of are course. beautiful and joyful and so specific to our culture that, you know, also deserve being spoken about and, and shared about through visual, through narratives, whatever. Right. And then too, something that I love about Crown is that you guys aren't biased to people with different hair textures. Like a lot of times when you do have like, I'll say, you know, mainstream brands who, uh, or mainstream publications who want to highlight, you know, black women, mm -hmm. they 
they target a certain type of hair texture, you know, which would be like the, I don't even know the text. What are they? Two A's, B's, and whatever. You know, the one, the I loose not subscribe to those. <laughs> the, lo- the loose curls. Loose curls. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is beautiful, but I love the fact that Crown, like, you know, you, we talk about our story and our ownership. It's like, there's representation for every type of black woman, yes. every type of hair texture. And showing that diversity within our community because right. it is very diverse, even though the media tries to paint us with one, you exactly. know, tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's still, you know, it's crazy because it's like, you it it goes into every part of our existence. Like some people might say, oh, well, it's just makeup and it's just hair. But it's like when I go and there's this many colors for white skin and like two options for, for dark skin. Mm-hmm. And there's like I look at my family and we have every shade of the rainbow. It's like right. something is wrong here. <laughs> like something yeah. is something is terribly wrong. And so I think. For us, beyond just like a magazine and a place to have thought pieces, we really want to create a hub for commerce as well. So a place that you can bring your product to market as a small business and a place that place that people can get shine that probably, you know, maybe wouldn't exactly. get shine in a, in a mm-hmm. mainstream magazine. And so beyond kind of just the hair conversation, we're like, this I think in a lot of ways, the natural hair, you know, as you transition or as you it's very tied to what you guys do every day, which is, you know, talk about this health and wellness movement and be a part of uh, us striving to live more holistic, conscious lifestyles. And so there's that element and that extension, which is why, you know, you guys were such we had to have you guys um, involved in a part is that. It's it's not the, just an aesthetic thing. It's how you start to kind of position yourself now that you've maybe cut these chemicals out of your diet or now that you've and, and how you start to view your value and your beauty. And when you are surrounded by women who kind of are like minded in that way and who also bring out the value and the beauty in you. It's just this beautiful, you know, they call it a movement or they call whatever you want to call it. Um, it's a beautiful thing when sisters can come together and and truly tangibly build together, put money in each other's pockets, you know, build businesses together, um, teach the youngins some things that they, to, to save them some heartache, uh, you know, build wealth. Like at the end of the day, we should be building wealth to combat. There's all of these things beyond hair. There's <laughs> There's so many things. I don't even want to go there. But obviously with our our government, with police killings, with all of these things, we don't have the proper tools in so many ways and really the wealth and the capital to make the impact that we are looking to make. So I just think there's just a consciousness. It's beyond, you know, hashtag stay woke. It's beyond hashtag black girl magic. Like those things are cute, but like we have to have real conversations and we have to unite around, around, real tangible things not just you know 2a or whatever for me for yeah, yeah <laughs> right um you know what something that you just said made me think about black wall street you know when i learned about that story of like black wealth and you know this community of like people of color really supporting each other and like the dollar staying within that community and everyone is benefiting from it um and it also makes it reminds me of uh, our campaign with lifestyle with ivory and ash which is the what's in my black series i mean 
I did not say that right. <laughs> What's Black in My Bag series where yes. we highlight, you know, different um, black women makers who are doing amazing things, who are creating products that prioritize black women. Oh, you my know, gosh. Uh, that tote. I'm sorry, but that tote is so beautiful. <laughs> the mantra. Thank so you. perfect. The, the illustration. Oh, my gosh. In person, on the tote. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. The texture. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Go ahead. Oh, no. It's okay. <laughs> it's so I love good. your enthusiasm. I know. I so definitely good. appreciate the enthusiasm thank you so much um that's i mean yeah the illustration is definitely obviously was inspired by solange and she is such an inspiration because she's all about you know black community and just sharing black narratives and bringing these beautiful people together to build this strong collective that has an impact on the way we see um you know ourselves and just you know just beautiful visuals of melanin like i i'm obsessed with it i'm like how how do you even think how do you even conceptualize this, you know? Um, so just, you know, being inspired by her and like being within, you know, Black Girl and Ohm in our community and working with you guys and just learning the value of community and working together because it does make us stronger. You know, we do benefit a lot by working together instead of against one another. Yeah. You know? And I think we can encourage each other in ways that nobody else can because we we feel each other so deeply. Like yeah. Solange, you know, a seat at the table hit us so deeply, like more, I would argue, deep, more deeply than it would hit, you know, a man or whoever. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it is our, it's like she wrapped up our story into right. like, however many songs. And it was just mm-hmm. like, yes, she feels me. And it's encouraging because you feel heard and seen and understood. And so many of us, operate in these silos and a lot of times you know we we get to work with black people every day and black creatives but a lot of times in the corporate world or in different spaces if you're in silicon valley you might not see another person that looks like you true for the majority of your days and so Mm -hmm. i think there's places that we are able to find solace and it's exciting to see again just people i think we now have you know, we have social media, we have, we can make a Squarespace site or whatever, you know, pretty quickly. And so we're able to kind of the genius that we've always had, we're able Mm -hmm. to display in a more, in a more simple way. I I'd say Mm -hmm. less barrier to entry, so to speak. I really love what you said about the, the, the value of being seen, heard and understood. Um, because that's what I see a lot uh, in terms of like our community with Black Girl and Ohm, mm-hmm. um, especially women who come to Self Care Sunday that we have here, mm. like a sense of belonging. You know come. what I mean? <laughs> so when you please do come, I'm, so, I'm always in New York. You just got to show up to one. I know. Those. I need to come. Oh, and <laughs> I know, right? Okay, we'll we'll do better at coordinating this next. Yes, time. we will. <laughs> we'll make it happen. We're so busy too, so I get it. But, um, but really, just like you know, like the fact that. We, we can create more spaces or create more editorials where you don't have to be the only one, you know what I mean? Or you don't have to, like, search for, like, a black or a brown face, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that is very much, you know, tied to mental wellness because mm. if you feel like you're not represented, then you also tend to feel – I mean, I do. I feel a little crazy. I'm like, what? wait, what's wrong? Like, why – are there no other black or brown women in the space? Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it was something that I actually grew up with. Like, the vast majority of my life, I was, you know, just always around white people. 
And so it's so amazing, though, when you can have those experiences and hopefully then cultivate a life and a lifestyle around people who share your experiences with you. So I would love for you to talk more about like the mental wellness piece and how that ties into the work that you do representing us and telling our stories. Yeah, I feel like working on Crown is like therapy for me. <laughs> like, mm, I, love uh, that. I think it's... Um, it's so important and it's something that we touch on in the love issue. Um, and we want to continue to like, this is a conversation that I think we need to have more, but like with very solid, like takeaways too, like, um, just mental health in our community, just the need to, to treat that as we would any other type of health. Like I can't, even, I can't overstate. Um, there's been experiences in my life, whether it's family or friends. And um, I think a lot of times we feel like we, we're so busy and we're running and we don't have time to kind of take care of certain things. But it's so important. Like you said, even things like just getting enough rest, it's very simple. But it's like it makes all of the difference. Like our mm-hmm. our bodies are you know, we're finite and we so often think we can take on the world. And a lot of times too, I think with the social media era that we're in, we feel like we have to put this positive face forward all the time or any, any face at all. Like you don't have to share the ups and downs and the everything, you know, with everybody. I think there are certain things that, you know, you, that, sh- that you have to keep sacred to yourself or, um you're not going to be able to help anyone at the end of the day. And so Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know, for me, I tend to be a little bit more on the private side and I like to kind of create a platform um, where, uh, where it's like, it's about our collective story and really about how can we, how can we really support each other and learn from each other's stories? Um, Yeah. I, I, I'd say, it's to me to me one of the most important things in my life and the thing that keeps helps me keep my sanity is like honestly it sounds obvious but it's sisterhood like whenever I am just like at my brink it's like I gotta pray (laughs) I gotta go to church and I have to be around my girls and just like it's just that talking it out sometimes um and getting that that additional perspective that is, it's just, there's nothing, nothing like it. Just laughing and talking yes. shit, you know, <laughs> like yes. there's nothing that can, that can kind of top that. Um, having oh like sisterhood is so powerful for mental health. It's like also that mirror that reminds you of who you are, you know, mm-hmm. like, that's what I go to like my best girlfriends for. It's like, am I, am I the one in this? And like, what am I missing? You know? And they put up a mirror and it's like, this is who you are. This is who you've been. Right. You know, keep that perspective and keep it moving. Yeah. Oh my God. And laughter is so therapeutic. Like, oh my God. Lauren and I, that's all we do. Like, <laughs> you guys are the cutest. And I, and I know y'all, you know, listening to the podcast, y'all hear us cackle every single episode <laughs> because, I mean, it just makes you feel good. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, you know, I'm expressing my, my joy for life when I'm laughing. You know, I'm remembering that I, I have a lot to be grateful for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gratitude. Um, say it again. Yes. <laughs> Gratitude um, is so important. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, sisterhood has always been so important for me, especially because I wasn't close to my family and my sisterhood was my family. Yeah. You know, they taught me how to love. They taught me how to be affectionate and, you know, how to not be selfish because, you know, I, I can be in my own world doing my own thing, you know, not being aware of how I'm impacting other people. They just teach you so much about life. You know, it's like God is using he's speaking to you through them all mm-hmm. the time. You it's know, so true. Like. And it's so funny, like, I can't tell you how many times, like, my, especially, like, my girls from church, it'll be, like, I'll be having a moment, and they'll just be like, hey, girl, could I pray for you? Like, just something that simple, you know? And it's like, yes. I I believe that we have an intuition beyond, <laughs> beyond just, like, what even is logical, and, mm-hmm. and so there's just a, a connection there, and, and even, yeah, it's just, I, I'd say when two people i mean it's a biblical principle but when when you have two people that are praying about something or when two people or more are are kind of uh working to manifest the same thing whatever kind of terms you say it in it's there's when those two people are women oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) like what are you even saying (laughs) i love that oh my god i love that love that love that thank you for saying that it's just this is all reminding me of like how i really need to just be mindful like lauren and i like we talk you know and she shares some things with me and i was like oh my god i need to be some more supportive as a friend you know (laughs) i mean you just I don't. Off of that note, though, too, it is. Um, I just feel like I should speak about this because this comes up. Like conflicts are to be expected. You yeah. know, it's not like Deanna and I were fighting. I feel like. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely fighting. made it like that. But like, like tensions or conflicts or misunderstandings or miscommunications are to be expected. And something that's really powerful that I remember reading about in um, Bell Hooks's book, All About Love, mm-hmm. is Love like something along the lines of like. The the depth of your friendship or the depth of your relationship with someone is only as deep as your willingness to, like, confront people when you feel like there's mm-hmm. something, you know, mm-hmm. something off or something wrong. Mm-hmm. Right, right, so right. I've come back to that again and again. Like, I've I've had some, you know, relationships change over the past, like, six months to a year. And sometimes when I feel myself not as as inclined to invest in, like, you know— acknowledging or talking about those changes and that shows me a lot about myself it's like you know what sometimes there's seasons with friendships and relationships and that's cool yeah Um, but the ones that you're really worth that are really worth it on both ends you all are gonna work something out and like move (laughs) in and and be stronger for it absolutely and i think iron sharpens iron you know yes i think so often it's like people act like with sisterhood and i talked about this a little bit in the first issue in a piece i wrote about sisterhood but they love to do the whole like oh like girls are the only ones that get into arguments (laughs) like you know women are always at each other's throats and like but it's like People are people. People don't always agree. People mm-hmm. have the same goals and then sometimes they grow in different directions. And there's just all of these different nuances and scenarios. And like, I think it's it's beautiful. I look at the relationships that I've had and some that maybe we're not best of friends anymore. Even you have romantic relationships that don't continue mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, with all of those things, there's learnings from those things. There's the different takeaways and like it's the I wouldn't be the person I am but it's just like right literally I would not have the experience I wouldn't have the insight I wouldn't 
be as good of a person in a friendship or relationship as I can be these, you know, now. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, it's just all part of it. And I think part of like just keeping your sanity is letting go of that, the, the like feeling of, oh, that didn't, you know, you, it's just like, you just have to release certain things and just wish people the best. And like smile when you think about them and send them love. And, you know, it's not all, you can't be besties with everyone. I think that's something my mom taught me very early on. She's girl, preach on, you know, I grew up in the church. And so she's, she's always like, you got to love them. You know, you you have to love everyone, but you don't got to be best friends That's my grandma. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, girl, you crazy. You could be it's cool, so real though. But you don't got to be best friends with everybody. Everybody does not Ugh. mesh, you know. And yeah, for those of us who are people, people, it's so hard to do that sometimes. Like you do want everyone to love you. You want to feel like you're loving to other people. So all those feelings of you not loving people confuse you, and mm-hmm. then them not loving you confuse you too. You got to take some deep breaths, meditate, close your eyes, journal about it, talk to your therapist, and keep it moving. You're hilarious, <laughs> right. but not everything right. she said. Yes, <laughs> I second that. Right. But no, <laughs> but um, like, where is that energy really going? Is it Mm-hmm. anyone including mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is therapy right now for me. it is therapy and i love this too because one thing girls one not. thing that i'm oh i'm sorry <laughs> yes this is case in point for what she said about sisterhood oh yeah yeah definitely but i was gonna say though uh i'm, I'm really really excited to see what lauren and i had to share about um in in the the new crown publication yeah. because yeah. i don't know what you said yeah so the way just for <laughs> those who are listening so the way that we approach it is we each were interviewed so i don't know what dion said I, she doesn't know what i said mm-hmm. i'm sure it's gonna be on point it <laughs> is because we're talking about our own sisterhood yeah. and like things that we love about each other and like all that and it's just like you know how you admire each other and you're like girl I admire you but when somebody goes in depth and it's like this is going to be in a print magazine that I can read forever <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm so excited it's like the most it's like pressure but it's like exciting pressure <laughs> I can't wait it's I can't like wait. I don't know I think it's the beauty of it is like you do all this work behind the scenes and you're like piecing all of these, it feels like millions of pieces and details and stuff together. And then I feel like you just step back and you're just like, Oh my gosh, like all of these people trusted me with their stories, with their Mm. likeness, with their, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just honestly very humbling to be able to, I, I feel like I'm paying homage to my people, to my girls, to my, you know, my culture in a lot of ways by, being able to work on this project and like to work on it with Nkrumah who we didn't really talk about him much we kept it with the ladies today (laughs) but um, but my business partner Nkrumah um who's a creative visionary and I've been a fan of his work since I believe it was like 07 when he was like he'd probably be mad at me but when he was doing like club flyers like he had oh my god that had like the flowing dress and the leg the chocolatey woman and you're just like this is so grown and sexy and then you know the other flyers would be like (laughs) you know just how how club flyers all look and you gotta send us one of those throwback i know oh my gosh i'm gonna find you one and so it it's just i feel like it's cool to be able to have have a vision and then work with just the most talented people like you, like Nkrumah, like to bring this vision to life. It feels, I feel small at the end of it, if that makes sense. It's like everybody mm-hmm. just has so much light and power and energy and such beauty in their stories that it's like, 
it's a very humbling feeling to like, people are like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, your magazine. And I'm just like, it feels like a gift from God to even that's beautiful. touch it, <laughs> if that makes sense. It's crazy. It does. It does. I mean, and that speaks a lot about you, though, and your ego not really being wrapped up in the project. Yeah. Like, you are a part of it, and you're someone leading it, but you realize that it's a lot bigger than you, and that's really, that's a beautiful place to be as a leader. It is, because a lot of times feel like, it's like a lot of self-promotion tied to different projects. It's like, oh, how can I exalt myself in this? And for you to say that I feel small, it just, it's really humbling. You know, it's, uh, God talks about like, oh, if you, when you basically serve people from an authentic space, like I will, I, I will exalt you. You don't have to exalt yourself. You ain't got to work for that. I will do that. And that's, I feel like that's what he's doing with you in Nkrumah. You know, it's like y'all are working, y'all are working to serve and, and heal and, for, for the black community and God is going to reward you by exalting you to different places that you didn't even know existed, you know? So Girl, I'm so thankful Ivory. for you guys. I know. I'm um. like, I just got a <laughs> message. I just got a word today. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all are so hilarious. I cannot. But no, I, I love no, Crown I and you guys are definitely filling a void. Um, you know, mm. we need like a, a millennial focused magazine that puts black women at the forefront yes. and all of our kinks and curls and yes. all blackness shapes, shapes yes. all of it. You know, I'm so here for it. And I'm so thankful that you guys were bold enough to step out and, and create a print publication, yes. you know, something that I can hold in my hand yes. and share. I mean, I'm not going to have no kids. I was about to say my grandkids, <laughs> but I can share with somebody else's grandkids <laughs> in the future. Mine. <laughs> she can share them with mine. With Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all. Yeah. Y'all are the best ever. <laughs> we feel the like, same I way about you guys. Chat with you guys. Like I we need I wish we could we were in the same city so we could just go grab a drink and be official with it. Yes, we go to that Japanese uh that Japanese place oh, we went to. We went we Ooh, went with that in. salmon stir fry, good lord. <laughs> Dion talks about it every week. <laughs> I do, I do because it was so good. Oh wait, so, the oh the place by the office? Oh yeah. Yeah, that we went yeah. to that was so Oof, delicious. Blessing my soul. But uh, we want to just allow you to share, like, any final words of wisdom, encouragement, you know, perspective, um, anything at all with our listeners. Ooh, man. Let's see. Any words of wisdom? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like, what is coming to mind? Uh, I feel like so often, I don't know, what this is just, is on my heart, I think, because of the conversations that I've been having, especially like with the younger, like I call myself kind of an OG millennial because I'm a little bit, but me and Nkrumah are on the higher cusp. Um, but I feel like there's people who are kind of the millennials, but maybe are just getting into their careers or just kind of figuring it out. And like, just be patient with yourself. Mm. Like rushing, like I'm, I'm very ambitious. I always have been, and I've always been in a hurry. And that has not get gotten me anywhere any faster than when I was supposed to get there. Mm. Um, so I just think <laughs> that's a word. Yep. <laughs> it's true. It's like you can be anxious and be worried about stuff and wondering if it's going to work. But I think as soon as you you operate from a place, you shift. And I feel like this is something, Lauren, that you talk about a lot is just operating from a place of abundance and like Mm -hmm. instead of thinking that there's a scarcity we're always so afraid in you know american culture everything is fear and oh you're not gonna have enough of this and you're not cute enough you're not that you know um i think 
tuning yourself away from the fear and just like really understanding the value that you you offer the world, your unique perspective, you know, not being ego driven and not being like, well, you know, I have this many Instagram followers, so I'm on now. But like really understanding the skills you bring to the table, your perspective that you bring to the table. Um, and just, again, the, the patience and the understanding that there's nothing that can be a substitute for experience. Like you have mm. to kind of just go through it. Mm. Mm. You have to that go through is, it. That is, girl almost <laughs> flew out this door. I <laughs> say that again. Wow. Uh, I feel I'm like speaking to myself right now still. <laughs> girl. That's how it works though. We have to go through these lessons that then we learn ourselves again and again and again mm-hmm. and again and again. And again. And what you just said right now about <laughs> the abundance, I do talk about that a lot. And you just actually like spoke to me because I needed to hear that right now again with some things that are going on in my life. So you basically just gave me my own word back <laughs> in a very and particular that's way. That's how it works. See, <laughs> that's and that's that's what we got to do. That's why I love interviews because when you do interviews and like it's not pre-written, you ain't you know you didn't write down, it's not scripted or anything. You literally speak from your heart. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that is like a mirror in itself because you're like, I said this, like this is literally what I mean, <laughs> and it holds you accountable to, to your words. You know, no, it's recorded. That's, oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you, oh, you so much. So yes. Oh, that was great. Always a pleasure to chat with you guys. You're the best. Um, send Nakuma our love. Send the whole Crown family our love. And we just can't even wait to share this with everybody. Yeah, that was great. Thanks. Where ladies. can we find you and where can we find Crown Mag? Where can you find me? Um, I guess on LinkedIn and on, <laughs> on Instagram. Um, my handle is Lindsay Day, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-D-A-Y-Y. Um, crown is um, at Crown Mag everywhere, but it's spelled with no O. So C R W N M A G. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the above. And, and CrownMag.com. Hmm? I was just saying, everyone can pre order the issue that we're a part of, as well as a bunch of other amazing black creatives on CrownMag.com. Yep, CrownMag.com slash shop. So you can purchase the full volume, which is four issues at a time. Or you can um, get one issue at a time. So I'm about to buy this one and today. two are on sale currently. <laughs> Great! Thank you so yes. much. Thank you. Talk to you ladies well, soon. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl and Ohm podcast. To stay in tune with us, please follow us on Instagram at Black Girl and Ohm, on Twitter and Facebook at Black Girl and Ohm, and be sure to check out our amazing website at www.blackgirlandohm.com. Thanks so much to our podcast network, Post Loudness. It's a collective of independent audio shows by people of color, women, and queer-identified hosts. There are so many great stories that people of color, women, and queer folks want to tell, but they don't always have a place to share them. Post Loudness creates this community of unique voices in audio. Special shout out to our producers, Cher Vincent, James T. Green, and Alex Cox for the amazing support. To our podcast coordinator, Tenny Odunsi, and to Khalid B. and Peter Espenson, responsible for the music that you hear at the top and end of the show. Till next time. 
Find ways to breathe easy. Post loudness. Audio on the French.